This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. It is a freaking Tuesday. It's a freaking Tuesday. Uh, Adam in my chat. Bitching. Nothing has changed. Motherfucker, I do the fucking ads during the countdown. So nobody has to see fucking ads, and I still get money from Bezos. So shut your pie hole, you dumb fuck. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. The internet's trying not to cooperate. However, however, I did turn down some settings. Uh, Things should be all right. I I turned down the bitrate on the video. Still looks amazing. I, I checked it out after the debacle last night. And I'm like, oh, the video still looks good. It holds up. Apparently, this is an issue. And I'm going to assume it's it's internet service providers uh, um, capping people during uh peak hours because this is what happened to me I had to call and complain for months when I was on my old internet service provider so I would assume they've seen wow this dude's using a lot of upload speed let's cap him during this specific time which uh ISP that's not what we agreed to if you uh, tell me I have 15 megs upload speed I should have 15 megs upload up and down all the time They want to fuck with me. It is that night. We are awaiting the Pennsylvania Senate race, or the Senate debate. The debate in the Senate race between Democratic nominee John Fetterman, Republican nominee Dr. Mohamed Oz. This is an open Senate seat. This would be a pickup for Democrats if they were able to win the seat. Republicans like their chances and are pouring a hell of a lot of money into the race. Yeah, what I had to do was I had to call and bitch at my internet service provider and have them, like, put me on my own tap because they're totally throttling people. I'm like, I pay for 15 megs, you need to give me 15 megs. But we're going to suffer through it. Uh, It fixed itself at like 9 o'clock last night. Seriously, it seems to be uh, at 8 o'clock or at 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. It slows down. Mandy, we are on just slightly early because we are getting ready to head over to the live coverage in the Pennsylvania Senate debate between John Fetterman and Dr. Mopnet Oz. Here's your meme of the day. I loaned 60k to a teenager. And they can't afford to pay me back 220k after Abraham Cameron interest over 30 years. <laughs> what up, Simp? Ida, good evening. Adam, you know I love your face. Warlord. RB, my friend. Yes, weed indeed. I need weed too. Boom. We are uh, less than two minutes away from the 
Senate race debate brought to us by WPXI. Justin made coffee, so Justin's going to make a cup of coffee. You guys just hang out here for a second. What a horrible host I am. I couldn't even wait until like the moderator came out and started yakking. I didn't want to miss anything. I wanted to make sure I had my coffee. I want to get me a good bong rib in here. I don't know what to expect with this one. So as as we found out, you know, John Fetterman is still suffering the effects of the stroke. He's going to be slow in responding. He's going to have to take time to think about the things that are asked of him. Which, by the way, is totally normal of somebody who is recovering from a stroke. I know his health has been a huge issue. Is this another one of those things where... (laughs) It's just not going to start for me. This keeps happening to us. I'll have like the YouTube ready to go. There is supposed to be a, oh, here we go. Here we go. Chose uh, money over his conscience. My opponent, John Fetterman, by his own admission, grew up uh, in luxury and privilege. Insult stealing the spotlight while voters want a voice on the issues. Oh, oh, uh, is Warlord gonna gonna bail on us? My internet not good enough for you. Tonight, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Dr. Mehmet Oz face-to-face for the first and only time. Both men looking to prove they have what it takes to represent the people of Pennsylvania. Send Dr. Oz back to New Jersey. I stand for Pennsylvania values and I'm proud of it. Live from the ABC 27 studios in Harrisburg, this is the Pennsylvania U.S. Senate debate. Welcome to Debate Night in America. I'm Leland Vittard from News Nation. This Their audio sucks. Echoplex Media and Justin Freakin have better audio than WPXI. Either party runs through Pennsylvania. Dennis Owens, WHTM political reporter and anchor here in Harrisburg, along with Lisa Sylvester from WPXI in Pittsburgh, will moderate tonight's debate. We want to welcome our viewers watching tonight from across the country on News Nation. Voters can watch all of this, this audio is rough. Pennsylvania counties on nine television stations serving the Commonwealth. Before we get started, 
Let's go over tonight's rules. Mr. Fetterman, Mr. Oz, you will have 60 seconds to answer each question. If there's a follow-up question or rebuttal, you will have up to 30 seconds. Each as always, I'm going to try to lay out as much as possible for, for the YouTube audience. Statement. They tend to like that. The Twitch audience wants me to make jokes. The YouTube audience wants me to lay out. So I'll make jokes when the moderators are talking when I feel it's warranted. Thank I will lay out as much as possible otherwise. Moments ago, just met for the first time. We're happy to have you here. Welcome to our audience watching at home on air, online, and on News Nation. And we encourage everyone who is watching tonight to share your thoughts on social media. Remember to use the hashtag PA Senate Debate. And you may notice these large monitors that are behind us. This is part of our closed captioning system. It was requested by John Fetterman to help him process the questions that we are asking him tonight and approved by both campaigns and both candidates can see the monitors. One of the screens will show only the questions being asked tonight. The second screen will caption the questions and responses from them at odds. We have live experienced captioners in studio to ensure we are as accurate as possible. Bain, good evening. Thank you for being a freaking follower. And just to know, for those of you using closed captioning at home, the Nine tails, good evening. Guys, it's their audio that sucks, not mine, so I apologize for that. So with that, let's get started. Mr. Fetterman, we're going to begin with you. Your political experience includes serving as the mayor of Braddock, a small borough near Pittsburgh, and one term as lieutenant governor. You're running for a seat that could decide the balance Not of high enough for this shit. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. He's running to use Pennsylvania. Here's a man that spent more than $20 million of his own money to try to buy that seat. I'm also having to talk about something called the Oz Rule. That if he's on TV, he's lying. He did that during his career on his TV show. He's done that during his campaign about lying about our record here. And he's also lying probably during this debate. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm going to keep coming back up. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about fighting for everyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down that needs to get back up and fighting for all forgotten communities all across Pennsylvania that also got knocked down that needs to keep get back up. Thank you very much, Mr. Federer. Mr. Oz, you are a doctor, a businessman, and television personality. I get knocked down. Your first run for elected office. What qualifies you to be a U.S. Senator from Pennsylvania? You have 60 seconds. I'm running for the U.S. Senate because Washington keeps getting it wrong with extreme positions. I want to bring civility, balance, all the things that you want to see because you've been telling it to me on the campaign trail. And by doing that, we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late. Democrats, Republicans talking to each other. John Fetterman takes everything to an extreme, and those extreme positions hurt us all. Let's take crime as an example because it's been such a big problem. Maureen Faulkner accompanied me today to the studio. You know her husband was a police officer in Philadelphia. He was brutally murdered. 
John Fetterman, during this crime wave, has been trying to get as many murderers convicted and sentenced to life in prison out of jail as possible, including people who are similar to the man who murdered her husband. He does it without the, with the rest of the parole board agreeing. He's you're doing it without the families on board. These radical positions extend beyond crime to wanting to legalize all drugs, to open the border, uh, to, to raising our taxes. I want Washington to be civil again. You need it to be less radical. John Fetterman, unfortunately, okay. would bring that. Mr. Oz, thank you. Lisa. All right, gentlemen, on to the economy. Pennsylvanians are struggling to put food on the table and gas in their cars. Our next star Emerson College The Hill poll shows the economy and inflation are the biggest concerns for voters. 39% of them listed that as the top issue. Beginning with you, Mr. Oz, you have blamed President Biden and reckless Democratic spending for the inflation crisis. But voters would like to hear your specific plan to cut spending. Please explain in 60 seconds. Well, if you ask the U.S. government, they'll tell you they have 4% waste and fraud. Now, I've traveled over the Commonwealth and spoken to countless people in Beaver County at a county fair who told me with fear in her heart that she wanted to provide food for her son's highly nutritious chicken she wanted. She couldn't afford it anymore. That's a big problem. If we've got 4% waste and fraud, we ought to be, take, be able to take care of that. John Fetterman's, however, response continually is to raise taxes. Well, he did you take taxes. her to Wegner's and buy her some chicken? He tried to raise taxes as a lieutenant governor, 46%. That's a big tax rate. He supported Joe Biden's recent tax rate increase, and he's done that without paying his own taxes 67 times. I'll say that again. He hasn't paid his own taxes 67 times, but he's raising mine and yours. Those are radical positions. They're extreme. They're out of touch with the values of Pennsylvanians. And I can make the difficult decisions, as you do in the operating room as a surgeon. I'll make them cutting our budget as well to make sure we don't have to raise taxes on a population already desperately in pain from the high inflation rate. Get her some crudite while you're there. A 15-second rebuttal. He has specifically said you have not paid your taxes and that you want to raise taxes on Americans. How do you respond. Uh, absolutely. The Oz rule, of course, he's lying. It was helping two students 17 years ago to help them you know, buy their own homes. They, they didn't pay the bills and it got her paid. And it has never been an issue in, in any of the campaign before. It was all about nonprofit. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Continuing with you, Mr. Fetterman, your opponent has criticized Democratic spending, as you heard. Has the Biden administration overspent? And if so, where do you think spending should be cut? You have 60 seconds. No, here's what I think we have to fight about inflation here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation, you know, right now, because it's a tax on working families, you know, and Dr. Oz can't possibly understand what that is like. You know, he has 10 gigantic mansions. You know, he, we, we must. You didn't know he had 10 houses. Corporate greed. We must make sure that we're also pushing back against price gouging as well, too. You know, we also be able to make more in Pennsylvania, make more in America. When he had a choice to make his merchandise, the Oz label is on, he made it all in China. You know, who can you believe that can fight against inflation and pushing back against corporate greed for somebody that is choosing working in China versus over 
American workers. All right, I will allow a 15-second rebuttal to his comments that you have been making things in China. Mr. Oz. Well, I've been trying to talk about policy issues with the people of Pennsylvania. As a doctor, I listen to their ideas, and I want to talk about them. When John Fetterman brings up houses, the irony is he didn't pay for his own house. He got it for a dollar from his sister, and he hasn't been able to earn a living on his own. He's lived off his parents. So it, it, it doesn't, it's not a topic that we should be debating on the stage. We should be talking about crime and inflation, the issues that are hurting. Pennsylvanians that they're talking about at their kitchen table. Uh, uh, that, that's a, he, uh, he got his Pennsylvania right, house from his own inlays from a, a dollar. Mr. That's Fetterman, typical. we have to continue on. We'll continue on with a question, a follow-up question to you, Mr. Oz. This one is just for you. You tweeted in August that you will never stop fighting to lower gas prices for Pennsylvanians. Does that include supporting a suspension of the federal gas tax? You have 30 seconds. I'm supportive of reducing taxes. Uh, but we want to be thoughtful about the long-term game plan to get gas taxes down. And frankly, all energy prices down. I have uh, gone around the Commonwealth. I've witnessed people say, I'm not going on vacation this year because I can't afford to pay to take my trailer to the campground. They can't even get there. What we have to do is ensure that we don't have increased inflation. And the best way to do that is reduce gas prices. John Fetterman has gone after the energy industry, called it a, a stain on Pennsylvania, and argued we have to ban fracking. That is is it disconnected from All right. good based thank you, thank you mr oz we will get to the issue of fracking later on in this discussion but meantime turning back to once you, again mr. the audio is on their end it really sucks on their end i'm not doing that i'm sorry guys it is time we crack down on the big price gouging corporations that are making record profits jacking up prices for all of us. How do you plan to do this, sir? You mentioned price going after price gouging corporations. How do you plan to do this? You have 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. We have to keep pushing back on that. And he would never make that choice to, to fight for uh, for, for uh, Amer families here in Pennsylvania. You know, he has never met an, air, uh, an oil company that he doesn't swipe right about. You know, he has never been able to stand up for working families all across Pennsylvania. You know, we must push back. Inflation has hurt Americans and Pennsylvania's families, and it has given the oil companies record profits. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Turning to the next issue, Dennis. The minimum wage in Pennsylvania and at the national level currently sits at $7.25 an hour and has not been increased since 2009. Each of our neighboring... Fetterman is up about six or seven points as of current polling. Including New Jersey at $13 an hour and West Virginia at eight. The Democratic governor is up like 13 points. Followed suit. So it's the not likely that Republicans are going to win statewide office in Pennsylvania. Minimum wage to $15 an hour. Why or why not? You have 60 seconds. 15 isn't yeah, enough I anymore. Absolutely. I think it's a disgrace at $7.25 an hour. And how can a man, you know, with, with you know, 10 gigantic mansions, you know, has unwilling uh, to talk about a willing wage for anybody. Imagine a signal mom trying with two children, trying to raise with them, realizing making $31,000 a year, you know, $15 an hour. You know, I believe every work has dignity and every paycheck must have dignity in it as well. True, I've always supported a living wage and we make sure that everyone has economic security. I have a follow-up for you, Mr. Fetterman. What do you say to small business owners who have told us that if the minimum wage were increased to $15 an hour, it would put them out of business? You have 30 seconds. 
No, we, we all have to make sure that everyone that works is able to, that's, that's the most American bargain, that if you work full-time, you should be able to live in dignity as well, true. And I believe they haven't had any businesses being, being uh, we can't have businesses being subsidized by not paying ind- uh, individuals that just simply can't evade to, to pay their own way. Okay, Mr. Fetterman, thank you. Mr. Oz, turning to you. Do you support raising the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour? Why or why not? You have 60 seconds. I think market forces have already driven up the minimum wage. I was with a hotel worker actually here in Harrisburg. A few well, then there shouldn't ago. be any, any reason not to raise it then. ...dollars an hour that he was getting paid. John Fetterman shoots too low. We want much more money than that. And there are many ways to achieve that, but John Fetterman thinks the... Base Dr. Oz over here. ...from his parents. He's not really cognizant of the real challenges of business owners who've got to balance that with employees. Thankfully, we have a solution. And, John, you didn't answer the question. You can't put businesses out of uh, commission in order to pay more wages because they won't be the wages will go to zero, which is John Fetterman's radical plan if you really follow to conclusion. Here's what I would do. We have one of the richest energy states in the country. I believe if we could unleash the energy beneath our feet here in Pennsylvania, there'd be plenty of money to go around. We We'd have increased wages, a more reason for students to take uh, uh, vocational classes to be able to learn trades, which I'm strongly supportive of. We'd also be able to pipe that gas, improve our economy, and reduce inflation. That's a plan that works, and it's humble enough that I can say it broadly. Thank you. I want to. I want to give you, uh, Mr. Fetterman, a 15-second follow-up to what he just said about yeah. you. Now, again, it's it's remarkable. He hasn't really had any answer that he actually had about that in his. He doesn't want to talk about having somebody having a living wage and having somebody able to survive again. And I want to come back to you now, Mr. Oz, for a quick follow-up. What do you say to those Pennsylvanians that he just spoke The about? interview the other day, the like 30-minute sit-down makes a lot more sense now. He needed to do that. He needed that practice, and he also needed to show people what to expect during the debate. I want to highlight that I have an agenda for prosperity, unlike John Fetterman. I want us all getting paid a lot more than $15. And I answered your question directly in a way that would preserve business owners, job creators, so they thrive, and we'd have lots more employees entering the workforce and then prospering, getting paid $25, $35, $45 an hour. But we're never going to get there if we don't unleash our energy. And John Fetterman's stubbornness on calling it a stain on Pennsylvania is an insult to those workers. To be clear, you said you want people making a lot more, but that's not through a federal law of minimum wage. That's through market forces. Market forces should drive okay. it up anyway, and it's already yeah. done that. Thank you. You know, you should be able to get paid much more than fifteen dollars an hour. Thank you, Lisa. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Another big. One of the places that don't pay fifteen dollars an hour. Oz. That's why. That's if you should be able to get paid more than fifteen dollars an hour. Exceptions in the case. That's a perfect reason to raise the federal minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. Those three exceptions. Should abortion be banned in America? Sixty seconds. There should not be involvement from the federal government and how states decide their abortion decisions. As a physician, I've been in the room when there's some difficult conversations happening. I don't want the federal government involved with that at all. I want women, doctors, local uh, political leaders, letting the democracy that's always allowed our nation to thrive to put the best ideas forward so states can decide for themselves. Contrast that with my opponent, John Fetterman, who on this debate stage said that he would demand federally mandated 
rules for all states they'd have to follow that would allow abortion at 38 weeks on the delivery table, and it would force it to be subsidized by taxpayers across the country, no matter what their person Every single Republican has said this, and it is 100% a lie. Pennsylvania believes is appropriate. Now, ironically, John Fetterman has been running ads on this topic, dishonest ads. I need to correct the record. They were so bad, they got pulled off television stations. I've got, even on this station, he was running dishonest ads that I had pulled off. I haven't had a single ad pulled down. My ads tell the truth. John Fetterman's are a fiction of his imagination. All right. I'm going to let Mr. Fetterman respond specifically about the ads being pulled off the air, and then we will return to you, Mr. Oz. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. I want to look into the face of every woman in Pennsylvania. You know, if you believe that the choice of your reproductive freedom belongs with Dr. Oz, then you have a choice. But if you believe that the choice for abortion belongs between you and your doctor, that's what I fight for. Roe v. Wade, for me, is should be the law. He celebrated when Roe v. Wade went down, and my campaign would fight for Roe v. Wade, and if given the opportunity to codify it into law. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Going we'll answer. That's been every Democrat's answer. Mr. Oz, you mentioned the decision to regulate abortion should be something that is left up to the states. Now, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham has introduced a federal bill to ban abortion after 15 weeks. Good question. You've been asked about this question before. If the vote were held today, you were elected senator, you're on the Senate floor, the clerk calls you, there's a roll call vote. Are you a yay or a nay? How would you vote on the Lindsey Graham bill? You have 30 seconds. Lisa, I don't even need 30 seconds. I'll give you a bigger answer. I am not going to support federal, federal rules that block the ability of states to do what they wish to do. The abortion decision should be left. Oh, now we buffering. And it's not my internet. I'm, I'm smooth sailing right now. Uh, damn. You're on the Senate floor. The clerk calls you. There's a roll call vote. Are you a yay or a nay? How would you vote on the Lindsey Graham bill? You have 30 seconds. Lisa, I don't even need 30 seconds. I'll give you a bigger answer. I am not going to support federal, federal rules that block the ability of states to do what they wish to do. The abortion decision should be left... I, seriously, everything is looking good on my end. FBI is still coming Senator, after me. You're on the Senate floor. The clerk calls you. There's a roll call vote. Are you a yay or a nay? How would you vote on the Lindsey Graham bill? You have 30 seconds. Lisa, I don't even need 30 seconds. I'll give you a bigger answer. I am not going to support federal, federal rules that block the ability of states to do what they wish to do. The abortion it buffers again. God damn it. I'm going to have to go for it a little bit. We'll call vote. Are you a yay? Oh my God. We'll call vote. Are you a yay or a nay? How would you vote on the Lindsey Graham bill? You have 30 seconds. Why are, why are we not live? That doesn't make sense. That block the ability of states to do what they wish to do. The abortion decision should be left up. <laughs> Yeah, it's on them. It's on them. This is a them thing.
Wow. Yeah, it's saying it in the chat. There's like, no sound, no sound, no sound. <laughs> if I was a conspiracy theorist... It's it's this it's this TV station that's hosting it. It was it was a bitch even finding this, and it's it's like it's their YouTube. Okay, it's there, but it's really, really soft, so hold on. You guys are going to have to hold your asses when it comes back. Saying you can work full duty in public office, but you have not released your detailed medical records surrounding your stroke. Mr. Fetterman, will you pledge tonight to release those records in the interest of transparency? You have 60 seconds. Transparency is about showing up. I'm here today to have a debate. I have speeches speeches in front of 3,000 people in Montgomery County, you know, all across Pennsylvania, big, big crowds. You know, I believe if my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve, and and that's what I believe is appropriate. And now, two weeks before the oh yeah, there is close captioning. I have run a campaign, and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. And I believe that, again, my doctors, the real doctors that I believe in, they all believe that I'm ready to be served. Follow up. I didn't hear you say you would release your full medical records. Why not? You have 30 seconds. No. Uh, you know, again, my doctor all believes that I'm fit to be serving, and that's what I believe is where I'm standing. Okay. Mr. Fetterman, thank you. Mr. Now remember, guys, their audio is extremely low, and I bumped up the gain here. So if they come back, it's going to blow you away. you got to give me a second to fix it. Ill-advised and at times potentially dangerous treatments. What is your response to that? You have 60 seconds. One of the great blessings of traveling around Pennsylvania is you run into people who have watched the show. They thank me very much for giving them life-saving advice on chronic issues like high blood pressure or dealing with their anxiety. The show did very well because it provided high-quality information that empowered people, which was exactly what I want to do when I'm a senator. Give people the power. Let them make decisions for their well-being. Now, John Fetterman's approach to health is a very dangerous one. He believes we should socialize medicine. He embraced this with Bernie Sanders, who he, who he endorsed. The two candidates call themselves the two most progressive people in America. When you have socialized medicine, Dennis, you shut down Based. the ability of people to get access to health care. Doctors stop practicing. There are no medications available. The lines get long. It's a disaster, and it puts people at risk. So I don't believe we should allow socialized medicine, the abolition of all private health care insurance in America, and, and radical positions like the ones taken by John Fetterman make him too extreme to serve. If we're going to bring balance to Washington, you've got to bring people who understand the ramifications. Even Joe Biden, even Joe Biden called John Fetterman's idea, I'll quote him, preposterous. 
Uh, Mr. Fetterman, I'm going to let you respond in just a minute, but I have a follow-up for you first, Mr. Oz. Did you or your company make a profit from promoting those products? You have 30 seconds. I never sold weight loss products as, as described in those commercials. It's a, it's a television show, like this is a television show, so people can run commercials on the shows, and that's a perfectly appropriate... This is not a television show, sir. I ruffled a lot you're not, of feathers. I mean, you're on TV, but this isn't... And I'm proud of that. I'll do the exact same... Show thing business. But, the, Go ahead. but but there's 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 no way to, to defend what John Fetterman has done with socialized medicine. That is a radical departure from what we in America uh, yeah, have accepted. I, I, I must, a relationship between you. John, you'll have I, your I, turn. I, I, John, must, let me I finish. Respond to that. Uh, you'll, uh, you, uh, you, there must be a relationship between a doctor and a patient, and that's what I would direct patients to do. Thank you. Mr. Fetterman, he uh, accused you of socialized yeah. medicine, supporting socialized medicine. What is your response? Yeah. Again, again, it's the Oz rule. He's on TV and he's lying. I've never, so, I, I never supported any of that thing. You know, he keeps talking about Bernie, Bernie Sanders. You know, three, year, three years ago, he was on his show, and he hugged him, and he said, I love this guy. You know what? Why don't you pretend that you you live in Vermont instead of Pennsylvania and run against? <laughs> because all you can do is talk about Bernie Sanders. Because my truth is is that healthcare is a basic fundamental right, and I believe in expanding that. And I believe about supporting fighting for healthcare, the kind of healthcare that saved my life. Explicitly supported socialized medicine. We have a lot of topics to get to. There's their audio back. Going to move on to the next topic. But guys, this TV station is having a shit ton of audio issues. Only trails Texas. Not me. I'm sorry. Production. Both of you have taken shifting positions on the issue. Like Frank. Mr. Frank. Begin with you. You wrote a column in 2014 calling for no fracking pending health study results. But in a video posted on social media in March, you said, quote, natural gas guarantees high paying skilled jobs right here in Pennsylvania. So back off, Biden. Give us freedom to frack. Mr. Oz, please explain that changing position. 60 seconds. I've been very consistent. Fracking has been demonstrated. It's a very old technology to be safe. Uh, it is a lifeline for this commonwealth to be able to build wealth, similar to what they've been able to achieve in other states. For that reason, I strongly support fracking, drilling, the piping of that natural gas. In fact, I built a facility even in Philadelphia so we can export it uh, to our allies and help them, the ones that are struggling now in Eastern and Western Europe because of the Ukrainian war. John Fetterman calls fracking a stain on Pennsylvania. He says that he would sign a moratorium to ban its continued use. He, he, he's against pipelines. He voted or supported the vote against the Keystone Pipeline that ended up shutting it down. He supports Biden's desire to ban fracking on public lands, which are our lands, all of our lands together. This is a extreme position on energy. If we unleashed our energy here in Pennsylvania, it would help everybody. Why John Fetterman is so rigidly stuck on fighting against uh, energy companies is, stu is stunning to me because it's the jobs I want. Tens of thousands of high-paying jobs to help Pennsylvanians. Thank you, Mr. Again, Oz. Uh, Oz rule. Mr. Fetterman, you know, 15 I seconds. absolutely support fracking. In fact, I live across the street from a, the, a steel mill, and they were going to frack to create their own energy in order to make them more competitive. And I support that, living closer to anybody else in Pennsylvania for fracking to myself. I believe that we need independence with energy, and I believe I've walked that line my entire career. I believe Democrats. Mr. Mr. Fetterman, I do have a specific question. Just with to go on the record, I, I am pro laying pipe. Statements regarding you live in sexual In a anarchy. 2018 interview, you said, quote, 
I don't support fracking at all. I never have. But earlier this month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support. They've done a good job of following up. The questions have been great. That we should have here in the United States. So, Mr. Fetterman, please explain your changing position. 60 seconds. Please, yeah. I've, I've always supported fracking. And I always believe that independence with our energy is, is critical. We can't be held, you know, you know, ransom to somebody like Russia. You know, I've always believed that energy independence is critical. And I've always believed that. And I do support fracking. I've never taken any money from their, their, their industry. But I support how critical it is that we produce our own energy and create energy independence. I must correct the record. Uh, uh, Just a second, Mr. Oz. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? He changed his mind. Uh, I, I, I do support fracking and... I don't, I don't, I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. On I'm sorry, to the, Lisa, but there, there's not just a statement you read. There are multiple there's pictures uh, of him signing we a have to go. We have to move on. But we have, yeah, we're, yeah, like this is, and this is a shot to supporters at the moment, I do believe. We have a lot of topics. You will have a chance to have that in your closing. One comment then. The energy industry is living in fear of John Fetterman. I want to know why. On to the new topic. We want to now turn to public safety. Am I on Facebook right now clinically? Republicans have called you dangerously soft on crime. The Pennsylvania State Troopers Association has endorsed Democrat Josh Shapiro for governor. But in this race, it endorsed your Republican opponent, Mr. Oz. What is your response to those endorsements? And what is your response to accusations that you are, quote, dangerously soft on crime? You have 60 seconds. No, no. I, I, I believe that I run on my record on crime. You know, I ran to be mayor back in 2000. Oh, yeah, clinically. We to uh, fight gun violence, and that's exactly what I did. And working with the police and working with our community, I was, say, I was able I would assume to stop gun violence mod, five and a half years as not, mayor. She will Never be. accomplished before or since my time as, as mayor, because I'm the only person on this stage right now that has con- con- was successful about pushing back against gun violence and being the community more safe. You know, all he's done is just put a plan up on his website in the yeah, last they got 24 him. hours. He has no experience. He has never made any attempt to try to address crime during his entire career, except showing up for photo ops here in Philadelphia. I will give you 15 seconds to respond to that, and then well, I have a question. Facebook has me banned from going live right now. Braddock, the small town he represented, endorsed me. They supported me because what he's saying is not true. Violence skyrocketed in Braddock. I mean, the town wasn't in a good shape when John got there. It got worse when he was there. People kept leaving. So, of course, you're going to have uh, you know, all kinds of barrier aberrations. But, John, the okay. city was dangerous under your leadership, and that's why right, the I want to turn to you now, me. Mr. Oz, this past summer, Congress passed the first gun control bill in decades. That would not have happened without the support of the man you are running to replace Pat Toomey. How would you have voted on that bill? And would you continue Toomey's legacy as being one of the lead Republicans in Congress on pushing for gun reforms? You have 60 seconds. 
I have been supported by Pat Toomey. I've enjoyed working with him. I think he's done a wonderful job. There are parts of that bill that I like a lot. For example, I like the fact that there are background checks that are being strengthened now so we can make sure that people who should not have guns don't get guns. I also like the fact that there was a lot of money invested for mental health, uh, which is an important part of the equation. I've been to Philadelphia. I've done prayer vigils with black clergy leaders who are desperately trying to save the people in their community. Half the murders in Philadelphia are committed by people under 18. We have got to get mental health services to these people, and it's not happening now. But part of the problem is that we have taken away the ability of police to do their job, and that's on John Fetterman. Because John Fetterman has taken such a harsh position against them. He's undermined them at every level, taken away some of their funding. He's um, pushed for Krasner, who he admires tremendously, and he's spoken highly of him just this week. Uh, he's taken his policies to a new extreme. He's argued that people should be let out of jail without any bail, no matter what they did to get in there. He's argued to release one-third of all prisoners. I would assume he's against cash bail. Quickly, 15 seconds. Would you have voted for that Pat Toomey supported bill. If you I would have tried sense. to improve that bill. There are things that I think most of us appreciate. I wasn't there at the time, so I can't speak to what was possible. Uh, but I do know there are parts of that bill that do make sense, and the ones I described should be followed. Let's see how it works out. Okay, thank you. Lisa. On to our next issue. See how many more kids die. It has been a problem in the United States for decades, but it is now laugh. spiking. U.S. Customs and Border Protection just released numbers from fiscal year 2022. They show more than 2.7 million total enforcement actions in the U.S. That is the most. So how is the border open? (laughs) Republican governors in the South have been sending migrants to Democratic-run cities and states without a plan or without any coordination. It is certainly gaining a lot of attention, but is it an effective way to deal with the influx of migrants? You have 60 seconds. Lisa, we have a catastrophe at the border and we should not have sanctuary cities as John Fetterman has tried to introduce. But I've been into the parts of Philadelphia and Allentown and Reading where we have large Latino populations. I understand the challenges of the, of the border. My father was an immigrant. My mother were immigrants. You know, I understand what legal immigration offers us, but the completely porous, open nature of our border, which John Fetterman supports, has created a humanitarian crisis with cartels profiting, with human trafficking operations. They take the money, they buy narcotics from China and bring that into our country, and it's making every state a border state. Pennsylvania is already a border state because we're top three in the country in fentanyl overdoses. Lisa, I can't go anywhere where I'm giving a big, big event where I don't meet multiple people who say their personal f- lives have been destroyed because of fentanyl overdoses. Yet John Fetterman not only wants an open border, not only supports sanctuary cities, but he wants to legalize all hard drugs in America, including narcotics. Based. That is, I mean, yeah. out of touch with yeah. everybody. That radical position was tried in Oregon, which he endorsed, yeah. 50% homicide increase rate. Oh, one moment. I will give a 15-second rebuttal. Yeah. That, that is, again, his rule. That is just not true. Uh, you, know, you know, here, his, his family's company was, it was levied the largest fine for immigration hiring of, of, of immigrant uh, illegals. You know, and I think you should sit this one out about in terms of what a, a, sore, uh, a secure border. All yeah. right. We do have a follow-up specifically for you, Mr. Fetterman. Vice President Kamala Harris says... The southern border border is secure, yet we are seeing an unprecedented number of migrants crossing. Is the border secure? And if not, what would you do? Highlighted the arrests. Are calling a crisis. You have 60 seconds, Mr. Fetterman. You know, I believe that uh, I believe that uh, a secure border is 
can be compatible with compassion. I believe we need a comprehensive and bipartisan solution for immigration. That, that's what I believe. I don't ever recall in the Statue of Liberty did they say, you know, you know, take our tired huddle masses and put them on a bus and use cheap political stunts about them. I believe we have to develop a comprehensive and bipartisan solution to, to address our issue here for immigration here in our nation. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. On to but the next John's issue. But John's not addressing the, uh, the elephant in the room, fentanyl. On. We have to move on to the next issue. We will be getting circling back on that. Turning the boogeyman in the room. Mr. Fetterman, what do you believe is the greatest foreign threat to the United States of America? You have 60 seconds. I, b- I believe, I, I believe, you know, is, is right now is, is China. I believe China is not our friend. And I believe that we can't be able to push back and we need to stand against China. And I believe Why can't we be friends chosen to uh, manufacture all of his merchandise on his name on it in China. Which one of us on this stage is going to stand up against and stand firm against China? You know, and I believe that's our single biggest issue right now to make sure that we address China and make sure that we know that it's not our friend. Mr. Oz, what do you believe is the greatest foreign threat to the United States of America? Met many a Chinese person that is, is that amazing. Not projecting strength. Take, for example, what we're doing with Iran. In order to try to get them to give us a little oil so we can deal with the catastrophe that Russia has caused, uh, we have gone to them and tried to sign a, a deal that would allow them once again to have the nuclear power to blow up Israel, which they promised they would do. John Fetterman supports that deal. It doesn't make any sense did. for America to treat our enemies better than our allies. We have to message with our strong voice and the energy we have in our country that we have control over our future. And the best way for America to establish its dominance is to unleash the energy here in Pennsylvania and across the country. By not doing that, not only do we cause all kinds of problems with local jobs and inflation, but we're destroying our ability to remain energy dominant and... We're not able to become allies like we should be for countries like European nations, which are going to struggle their, with their coldest winter ever. It's the best way to punch Putin back and to teach China a lesson is American energy to reign supreme. And John Fetterman doesn't like American energy, and they are scared of him because they know they can't trust him. He's proven it. I think he said Russia threatened to right, wipe to Israel. Now, it's allied with countries that have threatened to wipe Israel off the map. Match between Joe Biden and Donald Trump in 2024. But not Russia itself. Did I miss something in that? Tie in Pennsylvania. 46% of people said they would vote for former President Trump. 45% President <laughs> Biden. Mr. Oz, would you support a Trump 2024 run and why 60 seconds? I'll support whoever the Republican Party puts up. Uh, and I have reached out across the aisle on my campaign because I want to bring balance to Washington. And I've tried to work with Democrats and Republicans and people in the middle, and people on shore and people who forgot, and people who got angry with where their party was headed. I want to bring us together to make this country do what it's always been able to do. Unify, not divide. And address the problems as a surgeon, because in the OR, that's what I do. I just fix the big problem in front of me. John Fetterman, however, cannot go to Washington and work with the other side because he doesn't even get along with his own side. He criticized Joe Biden for not spending enough money and not sidling up close enough to Bernie Sanders. He says he won't work with Joe Manchin. He said, if you vote, if you like Joe Manchin, don't vote for me. So if you're picking fights with your own party, you're not going to be able to reach across the aisle to the other side. His extreme positions have made it untenable for Republican lawmakers. We need to send someone to Washington who understands the importance of balance sensible decision-making, and a common-sense approach to the challenges that we all face. That's not John Fetterman. Uh, Mr. Oz, uh, 
Donald campaign, Trump Biden campaigned with him just uh, like what you. three days ago, four days ago. We commit to supporting him in 2024. Oh, I do. I would support Donald Trump if he decided to run for president. All right. But it's, this is bigger than one candidate. This is a much bigger story about how we are going to build a bigger tent to let more Americans feel safe. Are you concerned about the ongoing legal investigations involving the former president? 30 seconds, sir. I haven't followed them very carefully. I've been campaigning pretty aggressively. They'll work themselves out. I have tremendous confidence in the American legal system, and I believe law and order will reign supreme. But speaking about that topic, there's one person on this stage who's broken the law, we believe. John Fetterman took a shotgun, chased a unarmed African-American man, put the gun, apparently, according to that man, to his chest. John, you weren't pulled over by the police. Uh, they let you go. You were the mayor at the time. Why haven't you? I think the fact that he brought this up shows that he feels desperate. You put a shotgun to his chest. All right. We will allow a 30 second response to that. Mr. Fetterman, specifically what he was saying, referring no. to the incident in Braddock. No. I, I made the opportunity to defend my community as the, the chief law enforcement officer there. Everybody in Braddock, uh, an overwhelming majority uh, community of, of black uh, community all understood what happened. You know, they uh, they understood what happened, and everybody agreed that. And nobody believes that it was anything about me making a split second decision to to defend our community as well. Why not apologize, uh, 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 Mr. Oz? Please, uh, we, we uh, yes. are, Mr. Fetterman, turning to you right now. You support a Biden run. Do you support a Biden run in 2024? Why in 60 seconds? Uh, that's honestly, it's up to his choice whether he, you know, and if he does choose to run, I would absolutely support him. But ultimately, that's ultimately only his choice. All right. Thank Good you, answer. Mr. Fetterman. A follow-up question on this. Our next star poll shows 51% of Pennsylvania voters disapprove of the president's job performance. You have publicly supported many of his policy positions. Are there any that you disagree with? 30 seconds. No, I, I just believe he needs to do more about supporting uh, and fighting about in, in inflation. Uh, and I, I do believe he can do more about that. But uh, at the end of the day, I think Joe Biden is a good, good family man. And I believe he stands for the union way of life. And I believe that employment, unemployment is already down to the lowest level in the last 50 years. All right. Thank Excellent. you, gentlemen. Excellent yes. answer. Let's turn now, gentlemen, to the issue of Social Security. It is only fully funded through 2034. Many Americans are worried that they will never receive their full benefit or have to accept cuts to their benefits. Mr. Fetterman, how are you going to make sure it is there for them? You have 60 seconds. We need to make sure that Dr. Oz and the Republicans believe in cutting Medicare and Social Security. And I believe that they have to support and expand Social Security. And if somebody sends to send me to Washington, D.C., I would support and stand and to support security, uh, Social Security. Okay, thank you, Mr. Oz. Same question to you. How are you going to make sure that Social Security is available for future Americans? You have 60 seconds. We made a deal with the wonderful seniors of our nation. They worked their hearts out. They paid into a program. No one's going to touch it on my watch except to make sure that it's stronger than it is right now. Social Security, Medicare, which I know a lot about as a doctor, are the fundamental element of security for our seniors, and they deserve to feel like they're valued by our nation. John Fetterman, again, has been running ads and saying that I'm against those with no proof. 
I've never said anything different than what I'm saying to you on this stage. But in an effort to fear monger with people who are older and can be taken advantage of, he'll run these ads. John, it's reprehensible, but it's also reflective of your approach to doing these things. You haven't shown up on the campaign trail. You haven't answered questions from voters, not once on the campaign trail. You haven't answered questions from media once on the campaign trail, even you know, just to show off that you could do it. And this is the only debate I could get you to come to talk to me on. And I had to beg on my knees to get you to come. And if it wasn't for Dennis probably getting involved, I don't think it would have happened. Look, Seniors need to know more about your radical left positions. And I need to be able to tell them about my positions. That's what democracy is built on. We exchange ideas. The voters decide. You have hidden from Mr. them. Mr. Ross, I'm going to let you have 15 seconds in a moment, Mr. Fetterman. But can you give us a specific example of what you would do to protect Social Security? Well, for one, we have to make sure that it adequately increases with the higher inflation rates that we have. So we've got to make that 4% of wasted money that right now is in the budget uh, redirected appropriately. And one of the first places that I would use it is Social Security and Medicare. And here's the reason. One of the worst things we can do to a, to a, to a people is give them bad quality uh, uh, care. And so if you have... Pe- if, if you have people who are not going to see a doctor, for example, because they can't afford it, they'll get sicker. Bad medicine means more cost. Thank no you. one benefits. Thank you. Mr. Fetterman. Yes, this is a good on. argument for universal health care. Now, again, I just can't, I can't just say one thing other than that Dr. Oz would not support and he would support cutting Medicare. And that's basically. John, why do you say it's, that? It's, I've it's, never it's, said it's, that. It's absolutely a fact. It's a fact. You would have voted against the the Inflation Reduction Act, which has dropped our our prescription drugs. And he doesn't believe. Okay, gentlemen, we need to move on. Lisa. All right. We are moving on to the topic of education. The cost of college tuition is now out of reach for many, many families. Our question is for both of you. We start with Mr. Oz. What is your plan to bring down the cost of higher education long term? You have one minute, Mr. Oz. I've worked in academic medical centers my whole life, so I'm in higher education. And I can tell you the reason that the prices have gone up sixfold in the last 40 years is not because the education quality is better. We've added extra, extra layers of middle, uh, middle level individuals who don't actually improve the quality education, in my opinion. There's a lot of expenses now incurred by these institutions, and it's not it's right. capitalism. American people that he's stuck with the bill. I would push them to offer more electronic classes. Half the kids don't live on campus anyway. John Fetterman's approach, however, is not to deal with the unnecessary- More electronic classes is his- So if you want to pay students who didn't pay their loans back, Basically, what John Fetterman and Joe Biden are, 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 are arguing for is for plumbers who didn't go to college and couldn't, for a bunch of reasons, afford it to pay the bills of lawyers who went to graduate school and haven't paid their debt back. I don't think that's right for the American people. We want a fair system. Drop the cost down by pushing for more value for the money we're spending and then ensure there's a high-quality education that lets people make a living when they graduate. All right, I, will I just want to point out that there are plenty of lawyers with student loan debt that aren't making fucking six figures a year. Uh, again, Dr. Oz you know, loves free, free money when it's a, a half a million dollar tax break on one of his you know, homes down in a ranch in Florida. And whether it was a $50 tax break you know, about his farm in Montgomery County. So it's about supporting and helping you know, young earners, excuse me, young, young, uh, young you know, students to, to give them a break. I believe that that supporting. Uh, All right. Let me just ask specifically uh, with the plan to um, ease student loan debt, the debt forgiveness of ten thousand dollars 
$20,000 for Pell Grant recipients. Do you support that position? I, I, I do absolutely support that. I believe, like I said, uh, it's about helping young learners, you know, be able to get a better start, you know, getting uh, off uh, in the, the start of their life. And I, I do believe that. And I believe a, ma- a majority of Americans support that as well, too, helping helping young young learners. I'm with you, Kim. I want to ask you the same question that I asked Mr. Oz. And what is your plan to bring down the cost of higher education long term? You have one minute. Yeah, I don't think he he didn't answer he didn't answer the the, the question whatsoever. I, I you know, did I, answer I, the and question. I believe. you didn't. You didn't. You know, I I I fundamentally believe that every quality public university education should be very affordable in in, in every state, and I think that needs to be a, a significant investment. You know, to make sure that anyone be able to afford to go to get a four degree. A university degree, you know, at say at Penn State or at Pitt or any state schools to make it much more affordable. And that means inquiring a significant investment to make sure and create it affordable that every family can afford. How exactly, Mr. Federman, do you propose doing that to make it more affordable for a fam- for families? No, I, I just believe I just making it that much more. It, it, it costs too much. And I believe providing the resources to, to reduce the tuition to allow families to be able to afford it. All right. We have a follow up question. This one now is for both of you. This is from News Nation viewer Ann Andrews, a registered nurse from Conneautville near Erie. Ann is a vocational educational instructor for a university and a practicing registered nurse. Conneautville. If you were elected, could you please tell me what you would be doing for vocational education in the state of Pennsylvania as well as our nation? So, Mr. Oz, if elected, what would you do for vocational education? You have 30 seconds. I've visited vocational schools. I have an answer. But, John, because obviously I wasn't clear enough for you to understand this, there's no question that cutting out the middle levels of higher education and providing digital programs would reduce the cost of education. It's a concrete set of ideas that I'd like to move on. With regard to vocational education, this is really important for us to allow our trade unions to get closely linked, more closely linked with uh, the vocational schools. I was in a vocational school in Westmoreland, and they have about a thousand kids. They could take two thousand kids. Funding those programs is the smartest way to invest our tax dollars. We'll turn out twice as many children who have a job as soon as they graduate. It supports our trade unions who want those kids in their positions anyway. Thank it makes you, the whole- what did he just say, Mr. Oz? Mr. Fetterman, if elected, what would you do for vocational education? You have thirty seconds. Again, I think it's no, it's it's just the same the way that university for degrees as well too. Supporting that and partnering with the the unions and making sure that vocation training are is 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 uh, is affordable and providing the resources to make sure everyone has the opportunity. Going to college isn't the right choice for for every person, you know. But going to those kind of vocational schools, able to create a career to to weigh, to excuse me to wane. Uh, reach a lot of a uh, high salary and again supporting to reduce those costs are critical too. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Dennis. Moving now, uh, multiple members of Congress, specifically Democrats, have called for the Supreme Court to be expanded. Candidates, we want to know where you stand on this. Mr. Fetterman, should the Supreme Court be expanded? And if so, by how many justices? 
You have 60 seconds. I, I don't believe. I've never, I, I don't stand I, and I don't believe in that. You know, I fundamentally believe that even though I don't agree with the ideological breakup uh, of the S Supreme Court, you know, I believe it, it's not about changing the rules. It's about acknowledging where we're at, much the way the Republicans want to try to change the Constitution about how our Supreme Court in Pennsylvania was going to be done, and I don't support that. So I think it's it's critical that we be con consistent, and I do not believe in supporting the uh, Supreme Court. Mr. Oz, same question to you. Should the Supreme Court be expanded? If so, by how many justices? You have 60 seconds. I would never touch the makeup of the Supreme Court, and I would uh, advocate to leave it the exact same size it is. But John Fetterman's radical positions have spilled over into what he would do in Washington. One of the first things he has said, and he came back to the campaign trail, is that he wanted to bust the filibuster, which means removing the, the brakes on the Senate overreacting. That's, that's a That's risk. true. That is, that is true. But if you do that, then you would free up the Democrats in the Senate without getting the normal amount of votes to free up democracy Supreme Court, add more states do things that are detrimental to the well-being of the country so i think and your first day uh, back, the filibuster was something added later that like it was an interpretation of rules it's not in our it was, it was always meant to be a majority oz you don't know your history all right at this time we are ready for our closing statements you each have 90 there you have it to convince Pennsylvanians to vote for you on Election Day. Mr. Fetterman, you are first. 90 seconds. Once again, I would just like to say that I, my campaign is all about fighting for anyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down, that had to get back up again. You know, I'm also fighting for any forgotten community all across Pennsylvania. I'm going to do it again. That ever got knocked down, that had to be made to get back up. You know, I've made my entire career dedicating to those kinds of pursuits. I started as a GED instructor back in, in Braddock over 20 years ago because I believe it's about serving Pennsylvania, not about using Pennsylvania for uh, their own end interests as well. Uh, to me, careers are revealed uh, by your, your real underlying values. And my values have always been about fighting for forgotten communities all across Pennsylvania. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Mr. Oz, your final thoughts, 90 seconds. I have loved traveling to the four corners of the beautiful Commonwealth, and I've heard your problems. I'm a surgeon, doctor. I listen to what you say, and I'm trying to help address them today. I've talked to seniors worried their Social Security checks wouldn't go far enough with the raging inflation. I've talked to couples when I make their first down payment on a new house and they can't afford it anymore because of interest rates. I've talked to families. You want to cut Social Security. M Mr. Fetterman, it's his turn for his closing. I've talked to, to families worried about fentanyl showing up in their mailbox and literally taking the lives of their children who they find blue in bed. I, I've talked to families who won't let the... You gave out fentanyl for Halloween. ...that's been facilitated by left radical policies like the ones John Fetterman has been advocating for. But here's the deal, right? None of this has to happen. This is all very addressable. I'm a surgeon. I'm not a politician. Drugs are good. Problems, we focus on them and we fix them. We do it by uniting, by coming together, not dividing. And by doing that, we can get ahead. But I've got one question to challenge you with. Just one question. If you take what I'm saying to heart, ask yourself this and others. In your are you unhappy with where America's headed? I am. And if you are as well, then I'm the candidate for change. I'm a living embodiment of the American dream. 
I believe we're the land of opportunity, the land of plenty. I believe we can balance a budget without recklessly spending. I believe we can have, have an unleashed energy policy that helps us all. I believe that we can have safe city streets and a secure border so legal immigrants can come across, but you shut the... Important issue in Pennsylvania. Uh, the eyes of the state are on this debate tonight, but on Sunday they will be... Whoa! ...field of Philadelphia as the state's two NFL teams go head-to-head. Mr. Fetterman, Steelers or Eagles and why? <laughs> Oh, clearly, always for the Steelers. Mr. Oz. I'll be at the game rooting for my Eagles. Fly. You don't don't fucking live in Pennsylvania. So much this does conclude our debate. Is it your team the Giants, motherfucker? Mr. Fetterman and Mr. Oz. And for all of you at home who have been watching, thank you so much. And we want to thank our team at WA. So that is the Pennsylvania Senate debate between John Fetterman... Dr. Bachmet Oz, or uh, Doc Ock, as some people like to call him. If any of you are new here, my name is Justin Freegan. I do a uh, nightly news show. We're Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. I can sum up my political beliefs in one phrase. I would give anything, anything in the world, to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. John Fetterman looks incredibly uncomfortable right now. The feed from the TV station was horrendous. I apologize for their audio. I apologize for... I don't even know what happened when their feed started buffering, and then that's when the audio dropped. I have no clue about any of the sporty balls. What I do have a clue about is that when we come back... We can either do the news or we can do the Holchul Lee Zeldin debate in New York, if you would like that. I believe I'm on the side of doing the Holchul Lee Zeldin debate in New York. Holchul, the current uh, governor of New York, who took over for Andrew Cuomo after his uh, drama. Mock says the news. What do you want to talk about, Nine Tells? I don't have the phone lines open. I do have news prepared. If you guys would like a news show, we can do a news show. What do we have on the news for tonight? Oh, we got a new prime minister over in Britain. We're going to hear his speech from this morning. Dirty bomb accusations. Apparently, Ukraine is accusing Russia of doing some uh, untwot. Is that the word I'm looking for? Untwot. Business at a nuclear plant. The progressives in Congress were bullied to withdraw a letter that they sent to Biden over... uh, Ukraine and wanting more diplomacy with Russia on the issue. We're going to hear from the Secretary of Education about student test scores during the pandemic. The Alaska GOP censured Mitch McConnell over his support for (laughs) Republican Senator from Alaska. Uh, 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 Fucking, what is her name? I'm, I'm fucking... Not here on my notes. 
God damn it, my stoner ass can't remember. Murkowski, Lisa Murkowski. Seriously, I may have a tumor or something. I've been drawing blanks, I've been having headaches lately. Or I could just be tired and stressed. Same symptoms for both. Harris Faulkner on Fox News was shown a poll. I believe it had to do with uh, John Fetterman and Dr. Oz. And after seeing the poll, minutes later disputed what she saw in that poll. Slavery is on the ballot in five states. We're going to hear from Latino voters on Fox News about the scary Biden policies. We did the story about the armed men watching drop boxes in Arizona last night. Uh, I guess about the same time CNN was dropping uh, some fire footage of this woman confronting armed men at drop boxes. We're going to watch that. There is going to be a protest ban the University of Florida over how rowdy these students got over uh, soon-to-be former Republican Senator Ben Sass going to be taking over as the president of the University of Florida. An Oklahoma superintendent candidate wants a patriotic Christian re-education for the students which is fucking scary. Candace Owens is going to give us her opinion on Taylor Swift. And, uh, apparently Kanye is making it even worse. And when, when I say he's making it even worse, I'm talking about something that just dropped in the last few hours. So maybe, maybe you've heard this one. Maybe you, maybe you haven't. Yeah, Oz just jumped 10 points after the debate. <laughs> Fucking shit. Oh, fuck. So, I don't I don't know. We going to we going to smoke some untoward. Yes to porn. I like porn too. You live in sexual anarchy. Laying pipe isn't bad. I love how right-wingers just pull shit out their fucking ass. More Kanye shit. Yes, apparently he said uh, him mentioning uh, Jewish people and the backlash that he got from it is proof that he was right. I can't show porn on the Twitch. But I have been thinking about this. I've really wanted to find like a partner in crime I can go into and do a show that's like maybe OnlyFans, maybe it's on Pornhub or something. Maybe maybe it's a full stream on OnlyFans and I cut it up and I put it uh, on the Pornhub as clips. But it would be kind of like a Troll Patrol-like show only we're watching amateur porn clips. And, and commenting on it. Girl of the Gray, you just missed it. You just missed the Fetterman-Oz debate. We were just talking about whether we're going to come back and watch a replay of the Holchel-Lee Zeldin debate in New York. So I do, do I need to put a poll up for that? Hold on. Twitch people. I'm putting a poll up for you. 
What? Apparently, the the last poll was, do you like commentary? I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't even know how to spell Holchul. I got it right. God damn, look at me. 